We are I. I've been thinking a lot lately about this, you know, these disinformation boards and these misinformation boards that keep popping up here in Canada and the United States. And, you know, just knowing the correlations between those and, you know, a lot of these, you know, countries and political methodologies that have just gone so sideways, you know, over the course of time. And I guess like our most prevalent to that, that we know is, you know, Hitler's regime, you know, in the 30s possibly 40s I don't really know the time frame that well but you know the one thing that I read when you know like that liberal judge you know was appointed to the committee like he's like the head person of the commission to be able to investigate Justin Trudeau and this judge was appointed by Justin Trudeau so like you can already see the massive conflict of interest. And this is supposed to be something that's done on a legal basis. And then he goes out and, you know, he protests to be, you know, fair. And, you know, he's not going to, he's going to take a very bipartisan approach to this. And it's like, okay. But you can see the massive conflict of interest here. Like right off the bat, you have a liberal judge who was appointed by the sitting prime minister to investigate the sitting prime minister. Like, how obtuse is that? You know, when you really look at what that means, how is there supposed to be nuanced conversations around what happened during the use of the Emergencies Act? And one of the things that Justin Trudeau's cabinet, you know, gave to this judge, a mandate they gave to this judge saying that we want social media investigated for disinformation and misinformation. And I was like, you know what? This isn't even supposed to be a part of that. They are supposed, this judge and the committee, the commission is supposed to be investigating Justin Trudeau on behalf of the MPs. Because it's on behalf of the people. Why is the sitting prime minister and his cabinet giving these very specific instructions to be able to investigate these topics? When, especially when we know that the liberal government and governments across Canada, the United States, and the world now, and now even Pfizer coming out a few days and admitting that there had never been any trials ever done to that these vaccines would reduce the spread. So this whole facade that get vaccinated to help reduce the spread and protect the person next to you was complete bullshit. Complete bullshit. So... When you're investigating misinformation, when this person is going to investigate whether or not these people from the Freedom Convoy and all the people like me, and probably the people who listen to this podcast from around the world, all believe that same narrative and it is every single one of the talking points, well, I'll say vast majority of all the talking points have turned out to be true. So how can you label any of it as disinformation or misinformation? And when do you then go at the government for promoting these narratives that 
turned out to be false. And not only that, the adjuster Joe and his cabinet standing up and saying all these police forces have asked them to be able to step in and invoke the Emergencies Act. And all these police commissioners now have come out and said that they didn't and they had the situation under control. You know, and that they needed to have all these mandates for vaccines on airplanes and masks on airplanes. And the federal government's epidemiologist came out and said, you know, we never said anything about that. Masks, maybe. Some social distancing, maybe. That's as far as they went. And the government created their own narrative. So who should be getting investigated for disinformation and misinformation? And this is what comes back to the whole point of this podcast is that if you have somebody or some organization or some entity or body that gets to decide what information is true and factual and what is not, how dangerously scary that is because of how it can shape and form opinion. Because here in Canada, you had our military running psychological experiments on the population by intentionally putting out false information and seeing how that could sway the opinion of the public in the government's favor. They got busted for that at the very beginning of this whole COVID thing. So this goes back to my point, and sorry I keep digressing when all these thoughts keep popping into my head because it is just, it's so rich. It is so rich with hypocrisy. This is so rich with the most vile part of our world now is you have these elitist politicians who think that they represent the voice of the people, and especially when we know that Justin Trudeau has never won the popular vote in Canada ever, and the vast majority, the actual legitimate majority of Canadians do not even want this person as their sitting prime minister, which includes me. But when you have a board like this, when you have you know an entity like this, is that, do you remember a day and what this was called when you would have one opinion and you'd have another opinion? People were allowed to be able to hear these two opinions. Then a third opinion came in, then a fourth opinion, then a fifth opinion based on the original concept. You had multiple opinions now prevail. They were put into a public market. People were allowed to be able to absorb this information come up with an opinion of their own, and then decide who they think has the best opinion based on what they believe. And then they would back that person. Do you remember when that existed? Or, I guess, did it ever truly exist? But we know theoretically it existed. And when somebody would pick somebody else's opinion besides yours... You had to work harder to be able to prove your point, to be able to sway people's opinions based on facts, based on true and accurate information. You had the ability to be able to work harder to be able to, you know, get your voice out there if you felt like somebody or a group of people didn't believe the narrative you wanted to be true. And this was all called democracy. And if you didn't win, you had to take your lumps. And like I said, either work harder the next time or give up. That is what we built these societies on. 
But when you create these disinformation and misinformation boards and commissions and all this stuff, like you are taking that fundamental process away, which is our democracy, which is our right here in Canada, in, in the United States, multiple other countries around the world. But this is something that we really want to believe in here. This is something we really want to stand on the backbone of to be able to show legitimate strength. But this is where the corruption and the fundamental degradation of our beliefs here in Canada and the beliefs in the air quotes free world. Because again, you cannot take away opinion. What you need to do is be able to promote opinions and allow people to be able to make an accurate decision themselves. But again, how scary is it to Justin Show when he knows, he sees the number, the majority of Canadians do not want this person in power. But yet he's willing to be able to censor what people hear. He's willing to be able to, you know, tell our military to be able to run these experiments, whether or not that he would actually ever be connected with those or not. You know, the military would not do that in a place like Canada independently without instruction from the federal government. You would know that the federal government would never use a War Times Measure Act to be able to squash an opposing opinion to them, knowing that the police forces in the municipal um, areas and the RCMP have this situation fully under control, but you simply just don't like it. That's how far you are willing to go. And the worst part about it is this individual will not face punishment for this at all, or that the court case is going to drag out for so long, or the commission is going to drag out for so long, it'll be towards the end of his term in 2025 anyway, and it just won't matter anymore because we know the conservatives are going to take a majority government. This, you can see this writing on the wall. You can see that this is what's going to happen. Even if this commission wraps up in the next, say, six months, you know that it's going to take, you know, four to six months for them, for them to deliberate and debate and, you know, be able to come back with case law to be able to prove the point of whether this is, you know, whether it was worthy or not to be able to invoke these wartime measures acts on Canadian citizens, peaceful protesters inside Canada. So, you can see what kind of thoughts have been just burning on the mind since yesterday when I recorded that reel of just how unbelievable it is that Justin Trudeau can appoint a liberal judge appointed by him to lead the commission to investigate him. This is exactly the problem with politics today. Exactly. The definition of what's, you know, wrong with our system, our governing system here in Canada. And when you have that same federal government instruct this governing body to be able to promote their bill, C-11, in disinformation and misinformation that's on social media and out on the internet. So this is again why I lead my teams into the backcountry and we go and we spend some time away from all of this because you need to be able to cleanse your heart, your mind, your body, your soul of all of this shit and realize that there's a vast, vast world out there where none of this shit even exists. So Friday, I hope everybody has an amazing Friday and you're doing something this weekend that's just going to feed your soul.